in three, in two, in one. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Zachary Reality. It is Zachary Reality joined with my lovely co-host, Molly. Hey, girl. How are you? So good. We love a two-in-one week. Oh, my God, I know. And the Golden Bachelor wedding special, obviously, we're going to talk all about it. We're going to talk Rachel and Brian, Brady yeah. and Christina, Caitlin Bristow and Jason. There's a lot to get into and I'm really excited because we've been waiting for this for a long time. Yeah. No, since they announced it, everyone's just been waiting around. We're like, when is this golden wedding special? And like, how how did you think it was one to 10 as far as like entertainment, like fun? Like, what would you think? Honestly, probably like an 8.5. I wasn't sure what it was going to be like, but I honestly think they did a pretty good job. I feel like there was so much going on. There were so many announcements. There was also a shit ton of Bachelor Nation alumni. There was 50, the People Magazine article said there was 50 Bachelor Nation alumni who attended. That's crazy. What a reunion. <laughs> no, I'm saying like, how could you turn this down? Like I'm sure there was. Well, yeah, I would have like loved to be there. <laughs> I'm sure there was people who were invited that just didn't want to go or couldn't make it in their yeah. schedule because of like New Year's travel and Christmas stuff. Right. Totally. Is there anyone you wanted to see there? I was thinking like Sean and Catherine or like Hannah G and Dylan. I was hoping Sean and Catherine when they brought back like. um, Jason and Molly. Yeah. yeah. Trista and Ryan. I was like hoping that Sean and Catherine were going to be there. Yeah. I think the most shocking person that I saw there was the one and only Miss Tasha Adams. Yeah. Um, We'll get into it in a few, but like just right off the bat, like I just didn't expect her to be there, especially with everything that just happened. I know. And she honestly is pretty like kept to herself. So I was also surprised. But she looked amazing. I thought she was best yeah. dressed. We love the dress. Yeah. Um. So just to keep everyone updated, I um, watched in Miami last night and I flew to New York this morning. So back in New York. So excited to be here for about five days. I'm staying right now um, in Brooklyn at my best friend Sophia's and Molly's in Jersey. So we might meet up this weekend. Yes, I'm literally only depending on where in the city, but like 30 minutes. It'll take me between like, uh, honestly, the bus is like 15. But then if I need to get anywhere else. Well, like in Brooklyn, it takes like 30 minutes on the subway. Yeah, right. So it's cold here. Um, freezing. freezing. I didn't know I was necessarily going to New York when I was in Miami. So today, I just got like a vest, I got gloves, I got a hat, and I got a jacket because it is cold. Yeah, no, this morning when I walked to the coffee shop, it was 25 degrees. Okay, we have like 33 here. Yeah, so. I mean, it's gone up now. Let's let's do a quick little weather check. Yeah, little weather check. I'm not mad about it. Like coming from heat, going back to LA. 37 here and in like New York. I'm just going to embrace the cold. I hope that it snows over the next few days. Yeah. I mean, I want to see it. If it's going to be cold, it might as well snow. I just, like, wish it was during the week and not the weekend. Yeah. Um, But my Miami era has come to an end. Um, I was there nine days, so it was just a really long time, plus five other days in Florida. So it was, like, 14 days in Florida. I mean, you might think I'm crazy, but, I mean, I'm just staying with family and friends. So it's just, like, I have people to see, things to do. I don't blame you. If I could get away for that long, I would, too. I know. I'm, like any chance to get away especially during this time because like once I get back to LA next week it's going to be right into the swing of things so this is like the time absolutely um okay well let's get into the golden bachelor wedding special we all were invited cordially um it was a two-hour special the first hour was a lot of the cocktail party and it was also some scenes that were pre-recorded I think a lot of people were wondering like how it was going to go and the show was hosted by the one and only Kathy and Charity. 
They were our two correspondents. So what did you think of this duo? I I mean, Charity makes sense, especially considering she was just on Dancing with the Stars and mm. everything else. But I was shocked that Kathy was, to be honest. Like, I felt like, for starters, her and Teresa, I thought, couldn't stand each other. So I was surprised. And I also just felt like there were other golden women that, like, should be more in the spotlight. Like but who? I don't know. Like, Ellen. Yeah, you like, love Ellen. I love Ellen. Like, even, like, Faith probably would have done a good job. Mm. I don't, I don't know. know. She did. A, I think she did a fine job. I just didn't know her and Teresa were, like, friends now. Yeah, let's talk about that um, in a second. But I, I do think Kathy did a good job. I think she is a big personality. It was kind of yeah. her and Susan that were, like, really involved in the wedding. Um, they went wedding dress shopping with Teresa. I was also shocked that she was there. Yeah, a lot of people were saying that Kathy was so funny when she was interviewing Leslie, and she was like, why are you here? Like, what are you doing here? I know. No, sometimes she didn't really know when to stop. And you could tell Charity was trying to get her to, like, be done. <laughs> well, Charity's, well, Kathy was like, who gave me a mic? And Charity was like, not me. Literally. Yeah, I, no. I liked Kathy, though. I thought she was really entertaining. I thought she was fine. I was just really surprised. Yeah, I think there was a lot of surprises with Kathy and Teresa. So they had the big fight on their season and it right. didn't get resolved at the reunion because Teresa didn't go to the reunion because she won the show. So yeah. Kathy basically told us at the Women Tell All that they like made amends and that they're fine. But now like making amends to like her being with her daughters at the wedding dress shopping, right. it was like, are, are they really best friends or is this just part of the show? Yeah, I I was shocked because then she wasn't part of the bachelor party, bachelorette party. Mm. Then I was like, wait, so like wedding dress shopping, but like not bachelorette party. I don't know. I just thought it was odd. But it was so funny when Teresa was like, Kathy, I'm going to need you to zip it, to like zip up my dress. Yeah. Somebody made that joke on Twitter like the day before. So like I saw it coming. Right. <laughs> um, but Charity, um, I thought did a really good job. I live yeah. for Charity. I love Charity. She did give us an update. Her and Dawton, they are getting married fall 2025. Every time I see him, I cannot believe how tall he is. He is really tall so tall like every single time he's on the screen I was like oh my god I can't believe it I love them together I think they're such a good couple and they make so much sense so I'm glad that they set a wedding date and that like they're actually making it work you did yeah. say you did say to me that like it was kind of like a premature announcement but I kind of yeah. felt like maybe they just want to get as many announcements as they can to get as much press as they can for this special right I'm thinking so too but like over a year and a half felt like very early to announce that but I guess you have to like book a venue that far in advance. I guess so. I mean, I don't know. Um, but that'll <laughs> be fun. I feel like I like they're actually going to work though, which is great because there has been so many yeah. breakups in Bachelor Nation lately. And like, I feel like Charity and Dawn are going to go the distance. Yeah. So totally here for that. We literally love Charity. Um, Teresa and Gary. So I think just kind of picking up with where we left off um, the other day. There was a lot of talk about them arguing in the news before the wedding. There was a lot of talk about her getting a prenup. None of that was addressed on the wedding special. Do you think that they could have fit that in or was it just so unnecessary? I like knew they wouldn't fit it in because ABC just really paints this like picture perfect situation always. But they did seem really happy together. I mean, yeah, I'm like hoping that he was genuinely sincere. Like everything seemed sincere, but of course TV portrays and he can portray something in any sort of way. So, like, I'm hoping that it was sincere as it looked to all of us. Mm -hmm. um, and, yeah. 
It seems sincere. I mean, obviously, like, not the whole wedding was about them. There was, like, a lot of people trying to get camera time and screen time. And there was a lot of, like, hosting and, like, other things going on. Like, Gary, I feel like, barely talked the whole special. Oh. Like, was it for them or was it just for, like, sponsored right. by Amazon? <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess we did see, like, their their holidays and, yes. like, the obviously dress shopping and ring picking out of. Um, so, I guess that was their, like, me time. Yeah, but I love seeing their daughter's speeches, especially Teresa's daughter. I love her, Jen. I felt like that was the most emotional yeah. part for me. Yeah, I would. I don't know why. I mean, I guess because they wanted us to see it. Like, I've never heard of someone doing a speech in the middle of a ceremony. Oh, well, the wedding was definitely not like a normal ceremony. <laughs> like, I don't even think wow. Susan was. Susan didn't say, like, I now take this, like, say I do. Like, there was none of that traditional oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just about getting as much in as possible and like there obviously it was a production it was a great production there was so right. much going on before we get to the actual wedding can you please for a minute talk about the bachelorette party <laughs> oh you mean like when they all took pictures right. and uh-huh with like I... the strip you know sandra brought a stripper as her date yeah i saw what did you think it about the bachelorette like, party um, the bachelorette party i thought was genuinely hysterical like they brought them out of their shells it was very much so like woman power no matter your age and i thought it was literally hysterical it was so funny and I when they brought strippers in like i can't even it was so good i'm glad that all the golden girls were, were involved clearly everyone from the cast was invited yeah um cooking with the casino you almost missed this runner x says um Wait, Runner X says, wonder how much the show got for the big Amazon ad. Right. Yeah. Well, the whole thing. Yeah, there were multiple Amazon call-outs during that. And then it was, the whole thing was so sponsored. I mean, Mindy Weiss is the, she's the Kardashian wedding planner and she even got in on it. Yeah. I don't know if you saw this. I saw a clip on Twitter. Um, did you see what Trisha's husband said during the vows? No. I don't know what he said, but he like whispered something to Trista. Oh. But let me know if you know, um, everybody. Um, as soon as the wedding started, I started crying. And then I received three texts all this morning. I got up at 4 a.m. My eyes were swollen shut. <laughs> yeah. Um, hi, Melanie B. How are you? Hi. And we will get to Brayden and Christina in just a second. Um, we are rounding things up right now, talking about Gary and Teresa and their fabulous wedding. So I really did feel like they were in love and that they... Um, they, t they were on Caitlin Bristow's podcast earlier this week, and they said that they did have hard conversations. So they kind of took those conversations. They, they had the conversations, and then they got over them. So I really feel like they're in a happy place right now. And yeah. I don't. And I think a lot of those rumors that were swirling were just fake news because I just didn't see that on camera. Right. No, I mean, they did seem genuine. They seem in love. So hopefully everything was sincere, and hopefully next week we don't get an article something coming out <laughs> right but i also think that like Teresa, who was so unlikable right throughout most so of this season, unlikable. yeah so unlikable she came around yeah no she didn't bother me at all last night and you know on all of our podcasts i was like not her biggest fan like in the yeah. slightest <laughs> i felt like she was such a chill bride i mean she let leslie be there she let everyone be there that was invited she didn't like make it about herself like she just seemed really cool and like just happy to be there and I, I just like felt like Teresa just became like the queen I do wonder if they'll do something more intimate also yeah with their families yeah well they're going to Italy and then they're going to try and buy the house in Charleston right one step at a time I mean she said she's a 70 year old bride 
and he's yeah. 72. I love how they also acknowledge their exes since they both were married and they're both widows. That yeah. was really sweet. And then when her grandson came out with the ring bearer, I thought that was really cute too. Yeah, no, it was adorable. So much of the wedding was fabulous. I absolutely loved Susan. She did such an amazing job. Yes. Well, like she wait. Better at all. We'll get to Susan in a second. What did you think of <laughs> Teresa's dress? Uh, I honestly didn't love it. Really? I loved I it. Struggle. I really liked up here, but I didn't like that. Every time she walked, I felt like she was going to trip over herself. Like her, <laughs> looked like her legs could barely move in there. Oh my God. I thought she looked like such a freaking queen. And here's the golden cake. I can't even. Which we didn't get to see because um, after the wedding, they kind of like shut it off and then the party really started at 10. But I there was a lot I'm on. I'm glad she moved. She changed so that she could like move around. True. She probably had, she had two dresses. There was a lot on Instagram stories. Um, but yeah, let's talk about Susan. So there is um, some people think that she made it about herself a little bit and she was a little extra during her speech. I don't think so. I mean, they all talk about all those, like, I mean, we heard about the, like, broken headlights, like, 87 times. I think, like, they all enjoy reminiscing on their journey. And I thought she did a great job. That didn't bother me at all. Part of me, it's not that it bothered me, but I felt like there was times when she was like, I am so happy to be here hosting the Golden Wedding. I can't believe I'm here. Like, I felt like she went on for a little bit too long and made it about herself, where it was just, like, a little cringy for me where I didn't feel like I was going to get emotional until I heard like the kids talk. Cause it just felt like Susan was, I don't know, obviously she cares and we love her and, and she did an amazing job. I'm not trying to shit on her. I thought she did a really good job, but there was just a couple things where I was like, Susan, calm down. Same with Kathy. I was like, girls calm down. But I Kathy, guess Kathy that's what they're, yeah, they're, but they have big personalities and they, they added to the special. Right. Like when Kathy literally said 1200 times that she was single and she needed to find a man like yesterday. Tell me you want to be the Golden Bachelorette without telling me you want to be the Golden Bachelorette. Literally. <laughs> Truth. Um, so um, Bittersweet says, what do you think about Leslie attending? So when Teresa threw the bouquet at the end, I thought it, Leslie was going to catch it and it was going to be the Golden Bachelorette announcement. Oh, that would be cool. That's, was, that that's been, what I thought. Yeah, that would have been very cool. Um, I... I felt badly, honestly, about her. <laughs> I texted you and I was like, I can't believe, like, I wonder what's going through her head. Like, the last time we saw her, it was just her being, like, so hurt. So mm -hmm. I can't imagine how she felt there. Honestly, props to her for showing up. Yeah, Kathy asked her during the interview, um, and she said that she was there to support Teresa and that she wants to celebrate love. So I think she's over it. And, like, how could you miss that? Right. You yeah. Know? Um, well, Melanie says Anna caught it. I didn't remember her. One of, yeah. the, one of the early girls. Also, if you go to Kenny's story from Mari and Kenny, he posted uh -huh. an Instagram video of the bouquet, like the behind the scenes. So you can actually <laughs> see specifically what happened. And a couple of the girls, like I think Joan like got a piece of it as yeah. well. Yeah, Kathy also grabbed, grabbed a rose, they said. Um, Cooking in the Casino I with Rosemary says, Susan looked gorgeous. She officiated perfectly and professionally with a bit of reality. That's how I, that's how I saw it. I like loved it. I thought she'd agree. I also feel like clearly there was a special bond between her and Gary, like even though they weren't in love. So I just felt it was special. Yeah. I was watching with my friends last night and they've never seen the show and they were just like, how is all his exes at the wedding and so involved? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like that no matter what season you're on, but even more so this season, like all of the women bonded so much. 
Well, Gary did say, he was like, these people have become our family. We share such a special bond. Like, how could they not be a part of this experience? So I thought it was great that everyone was there. And it was such a big reunion for Bachelor Nation. I mean, anyone who was anyone was there from the show. Yeah. No, There's literally so many people. So there. many people there. Um, oh my God, I guess our invite got lost in the mail. Um, but let's <laughs> talk about this. Brayden and Christina Mandrell. So if you guys did not watch the special last night, Brayden proposed to Christina Mandrell. They've been dating for maybe a few months. Um, Brayden was on Paradise. Things did not work out for him with Kat. He dated Rachel. Christina was on Zach's season. She did not end up going to Paradise, but they did reveal how they met, and it was because Christina slid into Brayden's DMs. Um, when he proposed, I was so shocked. I thought he was giving her uh, him her an earring because that was his thing. I thought it was a joke, yeah, and then Jesse Palmer um, confirmed it. He was like, "They just got engaged," and at the end of the epi- at the end of the episode, they said that, or right after the commercial break, that they got Gary and Teresa's blessing. So it wasn't completely out of the blue. Um, what are your thoughts about this? I mean, I literally recorded my genuine reaction to it because I couldn't even believe it. I don't know. I mean, if it was like a Bachelor thing that they wanted them to do this on the show and it was not necessarily fully their idea, fine. I think regardless of getting Jerry and Teresa's like, yes. Blessing. Yeah, like I still think it's weird. Oh my God, it's so weird. I think that- um, It's not about your, your love. It's about- theirs yeah um you know maybe it was that i think it so i think it was the show's idea because neil lane was involved so it was a free ring and i think it was also because all of the couples from bachelor in paradise broke up right so this was like whatever they could get they were they maybe they presented brayden with the idea and i do understand that christina and brayden are moving in together so he's moving to nashville so if you're going to move in together i understand why you would want to get engaged so quickly so i think it's weird that they got engaged so quickly in general forget but I still think I it's think just so like too. the fact that they did it on TV for me. I know there's bachelor circumstances, but I can't get behind it. And I just thought it was really no, cringy. It was so cringy. And they themselves like, sorry, not sorry, are just kind of cringy. So like it made it a hundred times cringiest. <laughs> I mean, I love Christina. Like I follow her on social. I met her at Stagecoach last year. So, I, like, I don't want to, like, I hate saying this because I love her, but like, I just felt like that proposal was just really uncomfortable to watch it was not their wedding it was forced it was too quick it was for tv it just felt fake and no it did and there it was like so loud behind them like everyone was confused like it just wasn't it and if i was christina that's like not the moment i would want she can't say no well right no she can't so like it was his idea he was down to do it he could have said no i also feel like which i get every situation's different but like me like she can't say no but I kind of felt like when they explained moving in together that was like the first step like we're gonna move in together see how it goes like no now we rushed it all and now we're engaged yeah well like I was saying earlier like if you're gonna move in together fine getting engaged if they want to get engaged that quickly and move in like okay that's a lot fast but like fine it was just the fact that they did it at the golden wedding which made me which just put a bad taste in my mouth And shout out to the 42 people um, listening and watching right now. So what's up, guys? Leave your comments and thoughts in the live chat right now. Um, Runner X says, I want to know what kind of paycheck they got. So I don't think they got a paycheck. I think he just got a free ring. Right. I was going to say that to you. I don't want my man to get a free ring. Pay for it yourself. Make my (laughs) engagement special. Like, I don't know if maybe she didn't didn't care so much because she has been married before. She has a daughter. You know, like maybe this was so special for her because it was at the Golden Wedding and it was full of 
love and it was on TV and it's going to be I, memorable and they can talk about this forever. So maybe it was really special to them. It felt so uncomfortable. They went from like talking about his ring, his earring collection to like him getting down on one knee and like rushingly passing his drink to Jesse. Everything just felt so weird. Well, that's why I really thought he was going to give her an earring and that it was a joke. Yeah, no, I thought it was a joke too. I like both of them as people. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know either of them like so much, but they're fine. I think Brayden's cool. Like, I like how he like vibes with the earrings. Like, and I do think they are a, a decently good couple. Like, they seem like they're vibing, but if I had to bet my money on it, it's just, I just don't see it lasting forever. Yeah. Yeah, tell my man, Melanie. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, so let us know in the comments what you guys thought about Christina and Brayden's engagement. Um, I hate being a hater. Like, I literally hate that I have to, like, give my honest opinion. But that's my honest opinion. And I wish them luck in their relationship. I promise. Yeah. No, even though we were haters for a minute, we obviously wish them well. Yeah. Um, Iron X Stream says, I think it's interesting that after the BIP finale, all anyone talked about was their hard launch. And after the golden wedding, people are more talking about their proposal than the wedding itself. I haven't seen, I mean, it's, yeah, I guess so. But only because there's so much controversy of it it's, happening. It was so shocking. That's why. Yeah. It was so unbelievable. So they stole the thunder, even if it's not in a good way. People yeah. might be like talking shit, but like. Now they're getting okay. um, there's this comment keeps showing up and I've seen some comments about this on my TikTok. People are assuming that she's pregnant. I mean, guys, I yeah. can't even feed into this rumor. Same. Um, P. James says they go together so well. They do. They do go together well. Their personalities match. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with them. Like they're fun on Instagram. They make funny videos. Um, and maybe they'll talk more about their engagement on a podcast. I know that, um, Ashley, I am Ben for the almost famous podcast. They had everyone together this morning for the brunch and they got a bunch of interviews. So I'm going to make sure to check some of those out over the weekend. And I will keep you guys updated. Um, other than Brayden and Christina, was there anyone at the wedding that you loved seeing? Um, we're going to get into Caitlin and Tasha and that kind of stuff, but was there any other couples like Ashley and Jared, Jade and Tanner? Like, who were you really excited to see in the background? Ben Higgins, Wells? Honestly, I, uh, I wasn't like, I was glad Wells was there, but honestly, like, I feel like they didn't give any of like our time of bachelor people like that much screen time. Mm -hmm. so I wasn't really phased by anyone in the background. Yeah, it was actually interesting seeing some of the Instagram stories. And we're going to get into the Caitlyn and Tasha because Rachel Recchia did post an Instagram story that they were at the same table, but they were on opposite sides. So here's Caitlyn's look for the wedding. And here's Tasha. So watermelon colors. Do we think that they talked at the wedding? Um, maybe like a cordial hello. I feel like Tasha, if anything, would be like hi and bye. Like she does is not one to start the power, start drama. If anything, maybe Caitlin would have. But I feel like it wasn't the time and place, and hopefully they both didn't do anything. Who knows where they're at, right? Like there's been yeah. a lot of speculation. Tasha did post on her Instagram. Did someone say something? So she is unbothered, and she is not going to address <laughs> the rumors of Caitlin. <laughs> potentially dating Zach Clark. Imagine she showed up with Zach Clark as her wedding date. No, that would have been crazy. I love Tasha. I mean, not that I don't like Caitlyn. I just feel like she's a lot sometimes and whatever. She's just not my cup of tea, but I love Tasha. Oh my God. I love Tasha, but I do want to hear her perspective on 
what yeah. she thinks about this. So my opinion is that I do think that they had a cordial hello. Knowing Caitlin, because I do, you know, listen to her podcast here and there. And I know that sometimes I know that when she went to Chris Harrison's wedding, she texted Jason before just to or Jason texted her just to make sure it wasn't going to be awkward. So I wouldn't be surprised if Caitlin sent Tasha a text being like, hey, I'm going to see you later. Like, hope it's not awkward just to like kind of clear the air. Yeah, maybe. So, but they were sitting, I don't, yeah, it's so, it's so weird. Um, Tasha yeah, going is yeah. shocking. Somebody, people were saying that she probably left the wedding early. Um, and, yeah, you know, and you know, Caitlin was there till the very end because she's a party girl. That's her, yeah. <laughs> she also needs to be in the background of every single scene that she could. And I'm sure that's why she wore green so that she stood out. Oh my gosh. Um, like <laughs> yeah, she definitely um, had some funny moments in the background, like eating a chicken ball. Yeah, I saw um, that one. It's on her Instagram story. Um, there like they said like Ben and Leslie go dance. She like so quickly moved her way in there. Did you see that? Yes. Yeah. Caitlin. <laughs> I mean, Caitlin loves attention. Like, yeah, I don't. She loves like, being on the spotlight. You go, girl. Um, so Melanie B's comment is something that we were going to get to, and we're also going to talk about Rachel and Brian in a few minutes as well. So, um, shout out to the 53 people joining live. We love that you guys are all here. Um, leave your thoughts in the comments below. Um, Caitlin did post a photo with Joey and Joey and Jason are besties. So I saw this on Rachel Recchia's Instagram. Joey and Caitlin seem to be in a really deep conversation where Joey was talking, um, in that video and Caitlin was really listening. Do you think they talked about Jason? I don't think so. I think if anything, like giving advice and like how to deal with this spotlight. Okay. You know, cause there was just a lot of back and forth between Caitlin and Jason this week. So obviously following up from la from the other days live, which you guys can go listen to or watch, um, you know, Caitlin did go on her podcast since and say that she was disappointed in Jason for playing into the victim card because he, um, you know, was liking the comments and responding saying how excited he was that, 2024 is a fresh new star and the fresh new start starts January 2nd. So the day after we found out about Zach and Caitlin's potential romance. Yeah. So that was kind of playing into like the victim card a little bit. So Caitlin's not wrong. Right. The only thing that is like hypocritical is that Caitlin puts her whole life out there on Instagram right. and she gives people something to talk about. I personally think that she was possibly behind this getting leaked in the first place yeah i know you and i talked out like what friend would just like leak that no she said i have close friends at my house and it, and it, and it's sent to a bachelor nation scoop which is an anonymous account i don't know who's behind that account i dm with that account pretty often um just about bachelor stuff and i have no idea who it is so i wouldn't be like i don't know but maybe caitlin had a part in this getting out there which would not make sense if she would play the victim on her Instagram saying she's bullied yeah, and stuff when she's putting things out there for people to talk about. I don't yeah. think people should be hating on her, calling her an alcoholic or like um, doing, you know, I, the names people call her are ridiculous. I do think yeah. that there's a lot of unwarranted hate, but I also think that there's going to be commentary when you put your life out there like that. Absolutely. And then like, she makes such a big deal about everything. I mean, she's so much drama. She is the most so, dramatic person in bachelor nation. I totally, totally agreed. And I like Caitlyn and I, I really, you know, I like her. I'm just like, she's just so much all the time and it's consistent. It's been like, it's, she's fun to keep up oh, with because there's awesome. always something to, there's always something to talk about with Caitlyn and she gives people something to talk about. And then she gets so upset and I don't want her to get hate, but it's just like Caitlyn never like, can just your, like, she yeah. can never sit still. No, she's like doing it to herself. She's doing it to herself every time. So I don't think it was fair that she called 
Jason the victim mentality, but I also think that Jason did play into it a little bit. Yeah, but like, how do you not? Especially if she's being like so drama. <laughs> well, especially if Zach and Tate and if Zach and Jason yeah. had a friendship. Right. I'm sorry. Like, of course, he's going to be a little annoyed that you might be moving on with his friend. Yeah. No, Did they I'm not double date before when they were all hosting Michelle and Katie's season and they would visit them? They Those two couples probably hung out the four of them. So, of course, yeah. Jason's going to feel a little type of way. And, of course, Tasha is so unbothered. She's in a new yeah. relationship. No, I love her. She should have brought her man to the wedding. I would have loved that. I would have. That's who I would have loved to see on my screen. A Luke little and Bravo ABC crossover. But I don't think that they. A lot of people got plus ones if they weren't in a Bachelor Nation couple. Because yeah, Sarah Highland wasn't even there. Wells's girlfriend. Yeah. Um, Bittersweet says Jason is allowed to unfollow her. Yeah, unfollow your ex. You don't need to be friends with your ex. Yeah. But Kay- Caitlin did say that like her and Jason were working on a friendship and, you know, she gave him a house tour. That's so so like, why are, I guess they're just watching the dogs. Like they're going back and forth with the dogs, but it just can't last forever. And like no. these two people are so popular, right. In bachelor nation, they can make so many headlines. So it's yeah. just like, they're so intertwined that like this breakup is so messy because right. they're both like so public with their lives on their podcasts and Instagram and social. So it's just yeah. like, I wonder if there will ever come a place where, they're not so intertwined. Like there's still so much press about them even months later. No, I know. I agree. And I feel like, I mean, she probably loves it though, but Jason probably is like enough's enough. I mean, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? I guess. <laughs> um, he, he wasn't at the wedding. Um, yeah. So Iron Extreme says, just compare Caitlin and Zach. Zach just says nothing. So that's no fun for the haters, but Caitlin reacts and gives them exactly what they want. Yeah. No, seriously. And Zach Clark never said anything either when him and Tasha broke no. up. Yeah. No, he always has kept to himself. I mean, I think that's part of the reason why him and Tasha did get along. Obviously, they're very kept to themselves. Not mm-hmm. really much drama going on. Um, and honestly, just try to use their platforms for more like positivity versus yeah. Caitlin is totally fine giving hate or like not hate, Reacting. but like backlash, yeah, on her stories. But I do like what Caitlin said on her podcast when she said, you know, if people keep like how she likes to set, she sets the record straight. And she was like, if people keep shitting on me, then they're going to think that it's okay to shit on me. Like, I'm going to speak my mind to defend myself. Yeah. But like, so, regardless, you're going to have like cyber bullies. Yeah. Just like being on the internet. So like, just ignore them. Um, yeah. But I guess she said she, if she can't handle it, you know, um, then maybe she needs to choose a different career path, but also like people stop being so nasty online. Yeah. Like there's both sides to this. Totally. Um, She's very bold, Celeste says. Yeah, very bold. <laughs> um, okay, well, Caitlin, you looked beautiful. I, I loved your green dress. Um, I hope that you, you know, work things out with Jason and um, Tasha if, if you guys need to work things out. But Tasha doesn't care. She said she doesn't care. So yeah. um, I think we're going to stop talking about Caitlin. Caitlin, I love you. Um, but that's those are my, some of my opinions recently. So yeah, agreed. <sighs> it's just been a lot. Um, this um, wedding looked beautiful. Here's a picture of the ballroom. Yeah. Gorgeous, right? Deb says people need to be kinder. I agree. Absolutely. That should be everyone's 2024 goal for themselves. Um, Hannah says Tasha is an unbothered queen. Yeah, she we made love that her. very clear. And Iron Extreme says, I don't think Caitlyn and Tasha were ever friends. I mean, that's another interesting point is maybe they were just coworkers four years yeah. ago and haven't talked since. So then maybe it's not that big of a deal. But once again, we really don't know the story. So maybe she'll talk about it in the future or maybe she won't. 
Um, here is a group of some Bachelor Nation people. Um, we have Rachel Recchia, Jerry. Michelle was there too with her new boyfriend, Michelle Young. Yeah. Charity, Joey, and Zach. I'm like still not done with Rachel. I love her. Like, I think Rachel should be everywhere. <laughs> like, no, I like... Like I see, I saw a TikTok of being like, "Okay, enough's enough." I don't feel that way about her at all. Um, Kathy didn't zip it all. No, I I like Rachel Recchi a lot too. I would like to see her on another reality show. Same, I would like that. It would have been fun if Gabby was there with her girlfriend. Yeah, but I guess she couldn't make the cut. Maybe she couldn't get to Palm Springs. They were in La Quinta, which is where they filmed Claire and Tasha's season, so they clearly have some type of connection with the resort. Yeah. Um, okay, let's get into the devastating news of Rachel, Lindsay, and Brian Abasolo divorcing. Um, so they met in 2017. Rachel was the bachelorette. She chose Brian as her winner pick. They got engaged. There was a lot of people, you know, who had comments about her breaking up with Peter Krause. That was a dramatic breakup. Um, but they got married a couple years later in Cancun, Mexico. And they have been married for four years and just recently announced that they are getting divorced. What were your first initial thoughts and reactions? Um, honestly, I mean, this isn't a sound like pessimistic, but I'm never like too shocked when Bachelor Nation like ends. Like, I just feel like there's more breakups than there are like happy married <laughs> couples so like, I wasn't necessarily like super shocked I also don't follow them as closely I guess mm -hmm. um, but I, I was shocked because Rachel has been defending their relationship for years there's always been haters and people yeah. spe spe skeptical because of how private they've kept their relationship and how their careers are very different so maybe they're not always aligned with what their social right. activities are and work activities but Rachel has defended their relationship so much and just recently was on Nick Vile's podcast saying that they were trying to have kids so I was really shocked how sudden it felt I'm yeah. not I do feel like maybe they were kind of distant for a while and they were living different lives in some in some way, but then she just defended the relationship so much. So um, I know fans were just really surprised how he filed on New Year's Eve. And I don't know if that has something to do with the spousal support that he is requesting and how it's like, you know, you were with them for that year or something. I don't know those details. <laughs> so, well, I'll tell you like the details and I did explain this on TikTok, but um, he did request spousal support. And the reason Adam. I believe he requested spousal support and Adam from Raven and Adam also commented this is because he is a chiropractor who had a whole practice in Miami. So like he had a, like he had patients and he, and him and Rachel were doing a long distance marriage for like about a year and a half because she was in Miami, but then she moved to LA to work for extra TV and be an entertainment host and be a journalist and pursue her career. So they were actually like living apart for a year and a half of their marriage. And eventually Brian moved to Los Angeles and started his own practice, which is a lot of time and money. And, you know, Rachel might've been the breadwinner in that relationship. So yeah. he did a lot of sacrifices for their relationship and they bought a house together and maybe he didn't want to live in California. So I do think he is entitled to spousal support. Not that I know anything about getting married or getting divorced, um, but that was a big conversation online. So I, I think there is just more to the story. We don't know um, where they're at, but I really support both of them. Yeah, no, I agree with everything you just said. Um, do you want to read Brian's statement? Because he posted a solo statement on Instagram. If you've been following me for a while, you know I don't like to put my personal affairs on social media and like to keep a safe space for our family. Many of you know me as a chiropractor and also as a husband, my proudest role so far. After more than four years of marriage, Rachel and I have made a difficult decision to part ways and start new. My parents have been married forever and I'm a family man. 
but sometimes loving yourself and your partner means you must let go. I want you to hear from the source before the blogs start making up their own reality. Please respect the space of our families and friends as we figure out our next steps. I like this. Yeah, it's nice. And I think like, like in a situation like this, if you feel obligated to say something, this is the best way to do it. Oh yeah, nip it in the bud. I mean, yeah. like there's gonna be so much speculation. Um, I mean, I and the only thing we can really speculate about is like the spousal support since that was in the file or whatever, like went wrong. But I really love how Brian was straight up. He said he really loved Rachel and put his all into this relationship. And yeah. it just, it couldn't work. It just it didn't work out. They, he gave everything he could. And unfortunately, sometimes it just doesn't work out. And it's so unfortunate when you put so much time into a relationship and you want to have kids. And then like seven years later, you just don't take that next step. So right. it's sad. But I do think the divorce will be amicable. Um, I've seen them recently, like the last few months, I've seen them multiple times in LA. They're both really great people. I hate the hate that Rachel gets. So everyone, please stop hating on Rachel. Like she's literally so nice and cool. Um, and Brian's such a great guy. He's cracked my back before. I've been to his chiropractic office. So I just think that everyone needs to respect their privacy. Yeah. Um, but we do have to kind of address the news and I wish them well. Yeah, me too. Um, Rachel did say on her podcast this morning, she actually briefly addressed it. She said, I didn't think I would get emotional. I want to say thank you to everyone who reached out. You never know how great your circle is until the people reach out and love you. Um, it's a difficult time. You've read the headlines. You're probably wondering why I would even go to work. Um, but to be honest with you, I need to distract myself. And the best way to do that is to record her podcast, Higher Learning. Um, she's trying to get through the episode and she's not going to go into any detail about her split. But when she is ready to talk, she will have a lot to say. Yeah, I think that's fine. And hopefully, like, it's not more of those situations, which I don't think she is this type of person, but, like, down the line rehashes things. Like, I hope that her side or what she wants to say still, like, shows him in a good light because I feel yes, like they yes. were fine. Yeah. She'll never, she would never do that. She's not, like, she's not like that. Uh, right. Um, from my understanding, the divorce is really amicable, and it's just very fresh. It's very new. There's a lot going on, and yeah. there's no rush to open up to us. Right. So I, I'm really glad that they both addressed it really briefly. Um, I don't, I think Rachel will, you know, maybe give us more insight. Obviously we're nosy, um, yeah. but, but um, <laughs> there's just no reason to put any more information out there right now until they have like a plan about how they're going to go about this divorce and moving, you know, they have a house together and their next steps. So definitely keep that private and, you know, give us a, give us a little insight. Cause we were invested fans whenever you're ready to. Yep. Um, Melanie says he cracks my back. No, he literally yeah. is the best. I literally laughed out loud. <laughs> no, he's so good. I'm gonna. I need did to he go film it? Did he like? Did you? Yeah, I we it. have a few. Yeah. Me and Brian have a few TikToks together. I love it. Um, we, there's a like they're from like a year ago or two, but um, he's there's we've made like three, two or three TikToks. Let's like resurface those. <laughs> I thought about it. I because I had one in my drafts because I was like going through my drafts and I was like, I, I can't use them for clout right now. Like it's too sensitive <laughs> of a subject. Like I'm not doing that. So. Um, so yeah, those were the big Bachelor Nation news of the week. Um, I know you also watched the Southern Charm finale last night. Um, tell us a little bit about what went down. Well, the reunions next week. So honestly, I was kind of hoping more from this finale, but I feel like it kind of just ended abruptly and there need like there needed to be another episode. But basically what happened was Whitney threw a party and at this party, Taylor and JT first spoke because he wanted to confess his love to Taylor. Mm -hmm. And he does. And she sh shoots him down. But then mm -hmm. Shep pulls her 
And I was like, okay, where is this going? And he basically was just like, it's not going anywhere. She's now really upset. And then like Austin and Olivia still haven't resolved anything. Oh my God, I know. There's a sneak peek on on YouTube about Olivia going in on Austin at the reunion. Yeah, so like, I just felt like this finale just wasn't a finale. Like it was, okay. it didn't really give anything. Okay, so oh, maybe the actually, The only thing that was like kind of crazy is who, maybe, I don't know if this is a popular or unpopular opinion, but like I literally can't stand JT like at all. Hmm. And he butt heads Austin so Austin like hits him back. But now because Austin hit him, JT's like, you hit me first. And Austin's like, you literally headbutted me for no reason. Like JT's just, I, again, horrible, but like just jealous of them. Like jealous of Shep and Austin for getting the girls that he like is interested in and like can't stand them because they aren't the most respectful men always. But like, sorry, sorry, they don't like you like that. Like, <laughs> there's no reason to go after him and headbutt him in the middle of a party. It was literally so weird. I need to watch. I'm still I'm like three episodes behind. I'm definitely gonna catch up for the reunion because I love a good reunion. I love but what reunion. but what I did watch this week was the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City finale, which was yeah. the best episode of television. You should watch it. I need to. So don't I even watch the season. Just I watch this one episode. You told me to, and my sister and I started from season one, but I've seen everywhere everyone talking about this episode. So I guess I could just watch it. Basically, um, spoiler alert, I'll give yeah. you a little tease. Monica. This is, she was an assistant for Jen Shaw, who is an okay. old housewife that is now in jail. Yeah. So she's kind of been like watching the Salt Lake City girls for years, waiting to get on the show. Right. And she got on the show and it turns out she had a troll account where she has been trolling Jen Shaw because she wanted to expose her because she was like a criminal, you know, she defrauded right. people and now she's in jail. But it turned out that there was a lot more hate towards the other women. So she has been involved in this troll account for a few years and then she ends up on the show and no one knows this. And then she stops using the troll account for, like when she starts, stops filming. But then by the end of the season, Heather realizes that Monica is this troll account, Reality Von Tees. And they're just like, this is so creepy because she was doing drive-bys by their house. She was stalking them. Like she was a fan of the show who became a housewife. Like she pretended to be everyone's friend just to be on TV and profit from their lives. Meanwhile, That's she was just being fake and just manipulative and just like exposing everyone's secrets. It was just so insane how a housewife was a secret blogger. So like no one from like, like us, like audience members didn't know this until it just happened in this episode. Like, I was shocked. Okay. So like everyone was shocked and no one knew. The Bravo, the Bravo Holics, um, the Bravo Holics kind of, I think knew more because the hardcore fans, they found out because Heather's hairstylist was Tanisha. And Tanisha used to be best friends with Monica, but then they had a falling out. So Tanisha sent Monica, Tanisha told Heather and sent her voice memos. Like there's such solid proof. That's crazy. When there are voice memo proof, that's when you know, because anyone can like did. Photoshop text, but you can't Photoshop yeah. a voice memo. So did she? She got like, kicked out. No, but did she say like, yes, it was me? Like She lied at first, but then she said she was like semi-involved and that there was a group of people involved in reality of aunties. So she came clean, but like still half clean. The reunion is next week, so I think she'll say more. So, um, interesting. but this woman is like another level, and like there was another video that just leaked of her and her mom fighting when her mom was like, "How dare you mess this up and bring these girls together? You're supposed to be at, be on every scene and get on get camera time and play nice. You're an actress." That's crazy. I'm poor. I mean, ugh. then it always stems back to like 
she probably like felt this way because her mom and then fed into it. And now everyone's just a hot mess. Monica is just, she's such good TV. She's so fascinating to watch, but she is, I just can't get, I can't support someone that has a troll account. Yeah, no. I can't. Like if you are, if you're on, crazy. like I get that there's some accounts, like we were just talking about Bachelor Nation Scoop, love them, but they don't say anything negative. But people who say yeah. negative things on spam accounts like there is something wrong with that and it kind of should be it should be illegal if you're going to talk shit behind an anonymous account like that should not be allowed on social media yeah that's crazy and also crazy that like the producers they didn't know knew yeah like how do you not i do feel this way about so many people like did you not do a background check like how are they on tv but that i guess is really hard to figure out i mean there's some criminal behavior in salt lake so when you're a criminal you can get away with stuff and monica was allegedly an accomplice in stealing a purse from meredith's store so and there was security <laughs> footage and she told meredith that she's never been to her store but then they flash back when she had blonde hair and she dyed her hair that's crazy and then she had three names monica with three different last names at beauty lab and laser which is heather's botox lab and yeah, she yeah. doesn't she never paid her bills that's crazy. And she's just been so exposed. So their reunion clip showed that she had a burn book, like the Mean Girls burn book, and she wrote R-H-O-S-L-C on it. So she is just embracing it. She's owning a lot of it, which I yeah. guess I can respect. And like she said that she's fine being exposed because she's exposed people for so long. So she knows. She's she at the reunion. Yes. So she, she, did, she did not pull a Rachel Raquel and like hide in a trailer. No, no, no. She's ready to go. She's owning, she's owning a lot of this. If that's going to be, yeah. If that's going to happen, like better off do that than like hide in a corner. Yeah, there will be more to say um, after the reunion. So let me know if you watch it when we chat next week. Yeah, yeah, um, but Monica, I mean, I can't. Um, Natalie says, did you see what Adam Gottschalk said? Yeah, we talked about this a little bit earlier. Adam was defending Brian um, in a comment section about the Brian and Rachel divorce because of how much he gave up for their relationship. Yeah. Um, but some people were like, Adam, you shouldn't be commenting knowing that Rachel and Raven like had a big fallout. People just like like to give their input and I guess support their friends if they're friends. And I mean, as long yeah. as nothing said negatively about Rachel, then like who cares? Yeah, he was just trying to support Brian. I it's just hard when like you're a public figure and you're on the show that like whatever right. you say becomes news and then it gets Everything picked up everywhere. Talked about. Everything you say gets picked up in news. And that's why some of these bachelor yeah. people and reality stars have to be so careful if they don't want their opinions to be like broadcasted everywhere. You know? Yep. Totally. So that was our reality TV recap of the week. Um, we have a new year. So there are a few new shows coming this month. We're excited about Vanderpump yes. Rules. We're oh, excited yeah. about Traders. We're excited about, I mean, these reunions that we just talked about. And Joey season is January yeah, 22nd. Yeah. No, I literally have Joey season start date and Vanderpump on my calendar. I also am excited. Did you watch the um, trailer for what even is it called the new lisa villa oh vanderpump villa yeah yeah you watched the trailer? i knew about that because i was like promoting some of the casting back in the day but i i didn't i don't know if it's gonna be that good i feel like it's gonna no, be like a um... didn't seem very drama if anything it seemed like a commercial almost for like a villa like a resort <laughs> yeah i i mean anything that lisa's involved in i'll like try to watch and i'm sure like people will talk about that first episode so when that comes out i'll watch it i'm gonna watch it too i'm a little interested and if it's not good i won't watch it basically right. like there's gonna be people living in this villa in france and then they'll be hosting like different bachelorette parties and like dinner yeah. parties 
Um, I don't think it'll be like a dramatic show. It'll be like like a filler show, like a fun filler show. Um, Molly, where can I watch The Bachelor Australia? I don't know. Where do you watch Bachelor Australia? You're the one that knows everything about Love Island Australia. <laughs> Love Island Australia we watch on Hulu. So like maybe Bachelor Australia is on there too. Um, I don't know. Or maybe the ABC app. Try Furbo or Tubo. Yeah. Just keep searching or, things or let someone help her out in the comments. Yeah. But I will say Love Island Australia, just if anyone's up to date and still watching that, um, it literally finished like probably over a month ago in Australia. So I've known who's won forever, but the episodes are still coming out on Hulu for US. So mm -hmm. I have the last two episodes this weekend and I'm like so thrilled for it to be done because I've known who the winner is for like literally a month. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, I don't have the, um, what is it called? The, the VPN. VPN. Yeah, I don't have that, but like everyone spoils it for me on TikTok. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Deb says, I think BIP depends on ratings, not relationships. Somebody was asking if there will be a Bachelor in Paradise this year. Too soon to tell. Too soon to tell, but I feel like there always is. It'd be very interesting if not. Yeah, but they could do like a golden, like some type of golden special. Yeah. Well, the Golden Globes are on Sunday. Yeah, that'll be fun. I would rather watch the Golden Bachelor than the Golden Globes. <laughs> I know. I, I do wonder if they'll have a Golden Bachelorette or if they'll, like, call it a day for now. Yeah. Maybe they'll do an announcement, you know, when Joey's – at the end of Joey's season, I guess. Yeah. Um, but, yes, those were all our topics today. So much to talk about. Yes. Um, I guess, like, what do you think was the most shocking news of the week? The divorce, the Zach and Tasha, the Brayden and Christina, the wedding – what was just like the most mind blowing story? For me, honestly, watching it like kind of IRL was Brayden and Christina. Like that to me, like I sent you a video. I literally was like, like so shocked and weirded out and confused. But like, I guess like happy for them in some regard, obviously. It was just a weird time and place. I don't know how I'm supposed to choose between Rachel and Brian divorce, Zach and Caitlin's New Year's Eve picture, Monica yeah. on Salt Lake City. <laughs> Like, there was just this year is insane. Justin and Sue's like Bachelor Nation. And within five days, we have an engagement. Yeah. We have a hard launch. We have a divorce. <laughs> we have a wedding. We have a new season. Like, how is that possible within the five Bachelor days? It never ends. It never ends. Okay. Never ends. Let us know all your thoughts in the comments down below on the Golden Wedding and everything else we talked about. Um, yeah. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We love you so much. And we will keep you updated. So follow us on Instagram. Follow us on TikTok. Um, Molly, what do you got going on? I see you're making a lot of new TikTok videos. Yes. I actually, right now, if you're still watching, have a giveaway with mm -hmm. a walking pad company and they're giving away a free walking pad. So head to my TikTok and drop a comment and you'll be entered. Okay. I left Molly's TikTok in the description below. So go get a free walking pad. Yeah. It's an amazing, that's like my main thing going on right now, but just freelancing about. I love that. I am seeing like um, a few of my best friends tonight from New York and um, two of my friends, Meg and Alyssa, they don't go on social media. So <laughs> they don't know that I'm here. If they looked at my Instagram story, they would know, but like they don't go on social media. So it's a gamble if they'll see it or not, but I'm excited to surprise them later. Yeah. That'll be so much fun. I know. I can't wait. I think we're going to hang out at like eight or nine or something. Love it. 
I'm on East Coast, which I love being on East Coast. I know. I also love having you here. <laughs> I know. Well, um, it is great. <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, I'll be heading back to LA on Wednesday. So I got like four or five days in New York to enjoy the freezing cold. So um, keep up with me on Instagram, TikTok. Everything is at Zachary Reality. Go follow Molly. Her links are in the description down below. And thank you all so much for listening or watching on YouTube. And we will see you guys in the next one. Bye, guys. See you later. Bye. Peace.